Hi, I'm Sam Garland. I'm an actor in Brooklyn, New York, and I believe that everyone on this planet is deeply creative. And not only that, I believe that engaging with our creativity is what connects us to our humanity and to our divinity. Whether it's starting a business, homeschooling your kids, cooking, painting, dancing, writing, acting, knitting, gardening, we are all called to express ourselves in myriad, incredibly unique ways. These are our gifts to the world. And yet, and yet, most every artist suffers terribly from self-doubt, from fear of public humiliation, from being too hard on themselves. That's certainly been my journey. I've done a lot of work on why my brain attacks when I'm being creative and how I can let this thing that I'm called to do out into the world. I'm still figuring it out, and I invite you to join me. Hi, my loves. Um, I'm going to just own it that I am the personification of a grumpy cat right now because... uh, I have been planning to relaunch this podcast uh, since the beginning of January, and it is now the end of January. And um, I, I'm just really struggling with my own disappointment in myself. And the reason I'm sharing that so openly is because I think um, New Year, New You is a bunch of bullshit that is really messing with our heads in general. And I am totally fallen prey to it and struggling with that myself. And so it's interesting to me that I have this message that I've been wanting to share with you guys, um, but actually having a difficult time applying to myself. So I think this podcast is as much, if not more so for me than possibly it is for you. So, you know, January, there's this, whew, <laughs> um, sorry, not Brene Brown. Uh, Glennon Doyle has a phenomenal podcast uh, that I'm obsessed with called We Can Do Hard Things. And she, I think, really nailed what is a problematic about January. She said, January has a branding problem. Um, this whole new year, new you kind of posits the idea that everything about you from last year was terrible and you should chuck it all and completely start from scratch. And this idea that on, you know, because we turn the calendar from one day to the next, we're going to like say, oh, God, thank God we made it to January 1. Now I can be a whole new version of myself. And she really captures that there is so much shame in New Year, New You. There is so much everything about you sucked before. Thank God you can ditch that person and be some other version of you. And so ever since I heard that, I've been really playing it in my head and thinking, yeah, that, you know, it's it's good marketing. It's really good for capitalism, right? Um, gym memberships go up in January. Um Weight loss programs get signups in January. And I'm not against moving your body, eating foods that give you energy and help you feel good and sleep at night. None of those are bad things. But the idea that, A, the idea that you would be a whole new person with different motivations and different ideas of um, why, like, you know, that you go from someone who <laughs> drinks all the drinks, eats all the foods, and lies on the couch and watches Netflix on 
the December 31st, and suddenly on January 1st, you are someone who races out of bed at 7 a.m., running for five miles. Like, that's insane. And that expectation completely crushes us. And then we shame ourselves for not being that other version of ourselves, which is if you do any kind of reading into the research of how people change or institute new habits or become the version of themselves, again, like, You are brilliant and beautiful as you are. Even the broken pieces, what feel really broken to you are your human humanness and your humanity and you are fine the way you are. If you want to run and or eat a little bit differently and or date more or improve your relationship, like all of these things are admirable goals. There's nothing wrong with them. It's just so much about the intention behind them. Are you shaming yourself into, I should have finished this script by now. I should be a runner. I should be have lost 20 pounds, like whatever that is. The way that real change happens is by understanding that you are already who you are. And that's lovely and fine. And you might be someone who doesn't eat two desserts at night, who has just one once a week. Um, It's not that you are shameful or wrong. Um, To put this in the creative context, like if you are someone who maybe finds five minutes more a day to work on your script or um, to, you know, market yourself as an actor and, and share on Instagram about your acting dreams or, you know, something like if you're if you're someone who dedicates a little bit more time in their week to do the thing that they are called to do. That's amazing. That's worthwhile. But most change comes with little increments added over time. And it's not about being a whole different version of you, right? I think it's that differentiation between um, you need to be a different person in order to have the creative life that you want versus you are already the creative person you want to be. You just might not be taking the actions that get you to that, right? You might not be picking up the guitar to practice. You might not be writing or working on your latest song. You might not be booking time in the studio to record that song, whatever those actions look like. But nothing about you is inherently wrong. And the problem with capitalism is it makes money off of all of us by telling us that we are inherently wrong and broken and we should buy the thing that will make us less wrong or at least hide the less wrong, right? Like makeup or whatever it is or lose the weight and people will find you attractive regardless of how shitty you feel about yourself. Whatever. Deeply fucked up world. It's the world we live in. Um, So anyway, I'm having this whole like I'm so anti this whole new year, new you. And yet I fell into it and I... If you've been listening, I started this podcast last year in 2021. I absolutely loved doing it. It was really hard. I talked about how hard it is to be vulnerable and share, but I loved it. And I've also been battling some chronic health issues. And at the end of last year in December, I really didn't podcast and I was really sad about it. And I was like, okay, January, (laughs) we're going to start again. It's a really good time to start again. You guys, I read the same marketing you do. I fall prey to it. And, you know, I was excited to come back, but I also realized I put this pressure on myself that like, okay, it's going to be season two of the podcast It's going to be version 2.0 of me, I'm going to have a better outlines, I'm going to, I'm going to land my message even better, it's going to be less wandering of my thoughts, it's going to, I don't know, I just had all of these ideas of like the version of me, who is a better podcaster um, in 2022. And, and then I got COVID. Um, and I was really lucky. I was vaccinated. I was boosted. I honestly didn't think I had it because it felt more like a chest cold, um, and a headache, 
but it wiped me out for a week. I was just exhausted. And then for two weeks after that, I was really tired and it didn't even click how tired I was because it had just become the new norm. And so that was my January, which I think is like classic to most everyone who is who either hadn't had COVID before, like it's become so, especially in New York City, but I think across the world, it's just sort of everywhere and everyone's coming down with it. And most of us who are vaccinated have been very lucky that it's been mild, but it's knocking us on our asses. And so there was this real sense of, I want to do this thing and there go my plans. And um, so I've been saying to friends, I'm like, you know, January, I mean, even just the holidays, I felt like so many friends canceled going to visit family, canceled going home, canceled traveling, this sort of idea we had been dangled that the holidays were back on, that Christmas or whatever you celebrate over the winter break was happening again, and you could visit family got really dashed when Omicron started spreading. And so people, so that was like a sucker punch. And then a lot of people ended up sick in January. And that was a double sucker punch. And I was just like, oh, my God, this January has been so brutal, in large part because of expectation, not meeting reality in any way, shape or form, and us desperately needing reasons to celebrate and gather and, you know, come back out together and and out of our little mole hiding places from the past two years. And so then add in getting sick in January and my expectations of what I thought January was going to be. I was going to get back to podcasting. I was going to be really creative. I was going to start a yoga practice. You know, I, again, I bought into the hype, um, was really, really rough and, and it was really hard, um, to record. And also I'm remembering now I actually recorded this podcast two weeks ago, and the thing didn't save. And so I was just like, I, I have, I, my heart is broken. I got nothing left. Like I just, it took me a couple of weeks to recover from just the, the, the next sucker punch of like, I did the thing that was so hard. I came back to the podcast and it didn't save. Um, so yeah, I've been getting knocked down and around, which I think a lot of people are feeling this January. And so two things I want to say. One is I'm calling a do-over. So I feel like February 1st is going to be our new year, uh, 2022. I'm just, we're scratching out January starting over. In fact, if you don't want to start 2022 until June, I fully support you. Like you do you this year. I think time is a vortex during the pandemic. And I think we need new reasons to, um, we need different ways to think about, you know, what a new year is. Because if you think about January, especially in the Northeast, it's cold. The days are really short. It gets dark early. There's nowhere to gather because everything's closed because everyone's staying away from each other to be safe. Um, December, at least you have holidays and gatherings to look forward to. Or, you know, that was the idea. But January, like nothing has changed. There's not more sunlight. There's not more daylight. There's not more warmth. You're just cold and there's nothing to look forward to. So this idea that you're going to somehow in that sad, dark time, be more motivated to get up and run or work on your creative, you know, song or book or play or whatever is like total insanity, right? Like it doesn't make sense, but it's what we do to ourselves. So I really had this moment of like, oh, right, no, January is actually really rough, really dark, really sad in a lot of ways, especially given all the the anxiety and the sickness and, and the separation going on around us. Um, it's not a time to start some new version of us. It's a time to like hunker down and read books and rest and watch Netflix or listen to podcasts or whatever it is that you do that brings you comfort and warmth and keeps the light shining in you during the dark days. Like that's why animals hibernate when it's cold and dark out and the days are short. You are supposed to be in a hibernation. 
So that's one thing. The other thing that I really have been thinking about, um, this comes from a, a coach that I, I work with, uh, who I'm obsessed with named Corinne Crabtree. And she had a, a, a goal getters guide, sort of like a launch of 2022. What does it look like to actually, um, set goals for yourself. And one thing she did that I thought was really brilliant is she had us look back at 2021. And she said, look, your brain is predisposed to look for all the terrible things that happened, to look at all the failures you think you've experienced or all the ways you disappointed yourself last year. It's it's doing it out of love. Your brain is set to protect you and keep you alive. And one way it does that is to look for all the dangers. And it's going to look for all the pitfalls, all the things that didn't go right. And, and it will highlight them above the things that did go right. Because success is feels good, but it doesn't actually matter so much for survival, whereas avoiding danger matters for survival. So your brain is predisposed to look back at last year and see disaster. Add in that to the fact that we were in year two of a motherfucking pandemic that none of us were expecting. We'd kind of been told 2021 things would get better. The vaccine was coming. Things were going to reopen. None of that happened, right? So again, expectation high, reality low. That gap is really painful. And I think a lot of us, myself included, turned that on ourselves and said, you know, that's a personal failing. Fuck me. I definitely failed at 2021. I definitely failed. So I'm here to tell you, if you are still here, if you are still listening, if you still have some hope, maybe not this month, maybe in a couple months of getting back to your play or your script or your song or your crocheting, huzzah. You are here. You are still standing. You are still breathing. And and my new motto is going to be new year, unrepentant you. Because if you look back at 2021, and, and what I'm really asking you to do is look back and see where you were the hero of the story, where maybe depression came and tried to drag you down and you said, not today, Satan. And I'm not saying it didn't get you, but you still kept moving. You still kept reaching out for therapy or to friends or for medication or for whatever you needed. If you kept getting knocked around and things kept you know, falling apart in terms of goals or projects or travel last year, and you kept showing up, if you kept going to a job or not having a job and stayed sane without a job, which is a really hard thing. If you took care of yourself, you fucking, you crushed last year, you won. And I'll tell you one of the things that I came up for me, again, back to this chronic health issue, it it was really interesting because I feel very crushed by 2021. It was hard in so many ways. But one of the ways it was hard personally was I went to doctors every month, sometimes three times a month, and got poked and prodded and tested and so many things. And so many times they came back and said, we see nothing wrong is wrong. We don't know what's wrong with you. You should probably meditate some more, which is a very classic autoimmune journey. And... It was exhausting and sad and depressing and infuriating and so many things. And one of the things that I was able to do in looking back at 2021 with this new framework was I kept going. Like I really decided I'm going to advocate for myself. I'm going to go to doctors and doctors and doctors until I figure out why there was always this pain in my stomach, why eating food hurts, why I'm exhausted all the time. Like these are not okay things. And I understand the tests don't show why these things are happening, but that doesn't mean there isn't an answer. And that was really hard. And it took a lot of energy and a lot of 
coaching and a lot of support from people that I hired to help and friends. And, um, but I did that. And guys, I wish I could say last year, I wrote a play and I starred in a film and I booked my first co-star role. Like I wish I could celebrate these things that in my mind are quote unquote worthier goals, more exciting goals. Um, so I understand the compulsion, the desire to look back at 2021 and say, well, I didn't do that creative thing that I thought my year was going to be about. But I did this other thing that was about agency and taking care of myself and the kind of human that I want to be in the world and the kind of steward of this body that I want to be in my life. And so I'm asking you, if you have, if you want to, Give yourself a chance to look at something that you overcame last year, that you made it through, that you're proud of, even if you wish it hadn't been the thing you had to do, that you chose to do it anyway. Because I think we need those grit moments, those hero stories of our own in order to look at 2022 and go, I mean, (laughs) one of the things I've been saying to people is uh, my motto for 2022 is... Um, surrender all hope ye who enter here. Because again, I my personal experience, especially with my body last year has been, I'm going to get better. It's going to be better. People telling me it's going to get better and it hasn't gotten better. And that crushing disappointment of like, why am I so sick means I have to grieve it all over again. I feel like has been a microcosm of the larger pandemic experience. And for me to really look at 2022 and not set super high expectations and not expect the world will suddenly bounce back and be different or be what it was or whatever we think it might happen, um, which I think January has proved for us. Um, if I can lower my expectations and really just expect things will continue to be hard and who do I want to be? What can I actually do? Is it go yoga once a week? Is it join a writing class? Is it like, like, how do we hold up who we want to be as a creative in a pandemic that is maybe winding down, but who the hell knows? Um, And those stories of how you look at 2021 and how you see perseverance and stubbornness and, you know, get knocked down, get back up-ness in yourself is what I think is really going to serve you as you look ahead. Also, just if you want to be in any creative field, these are really good skills, being able to tune into your inner wisdom, being able to say, no, I know this is the story I want to tell, being able to tune in and say, being able to have persistence and stubbornness against rejection, against invisibility, against not being recognized or seen or validated. Like those are life skills that you're going to need if you have a story in you, a song in you, a character in you that you want to share with the world. It's going to take a lot of inner depths and going inward and finding that fire that then you can, you know, that drives you forward. So um, again, reframing what the victories or the skill sets of last year that you accumulated and what those might mean for you going forward. Um, but mostly on my whole uh, new you, unrepentant, unrepentant you. What I really want is is for you to go into 2022 and be like, fuck no, I'm not apologizing for anything last year. I fucking made it. If that meant I had to eat bonbons for a whole month because my depression was kicking my ass, fine. If I didn't get out of bed on certain days, fine. I made it. I'm still standing. I'm still here. It was really rough and I didn't give up. It doesn't mean there weren't dark days, but I didn't give, give up. And there was nothing 
wrong with you being here now? What I don't want us to do is go back and say, well, 2021, I failed at XYZ. I failed at a running practice. I failed at mastering the piano. I failed at writing my novel. And therefore, 2022 is going to, you know, be a failure too, right? So much of our brain is seeking patterns. And how you talk to yourself about what was sets up how you're going to talk to yourself about what might be. So I want us to be really conscious about no apologies. We fucking made it. We're here. Look for the gifts of what you accomplished and earned for yourself last year. Maybe adjust expectations of what you want to set for yourself as goals for this year, but also be who you fucking are, like own where you are. And let's not try to be a whole different version of ourselves in 2022 in order to be the creative we want to be. You know, maybe just you take your laptop to a coffee shop on a Saturday morning and give yourself an extra 30 minutes of writing a week. Like the small things pay off dividends if we're willing to do them again and again and again. And if we're willing not to shit on ourselves for not having done more, faster, sooner, better, blah, 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 blah. Which is my lesson for myself for the podcast because I'm like, oh, man, this should have been blah, 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 X, Y, Z. I should have marketed it more. I should have told people more. I should have done this. I should have an outline. I do it to myself, too. I'm really here as one of you guys teaching myself, teaching you guys the things that I need to hear. So here is to a glorious, heartbreaking, devastating, terrifying, amazing, blissful gift of a new year. Thanks for being with me. Be well. Mm-hmm.